ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 442 Podcast. I'm Azar Madani, and as always, I am joined by the wonderful Tommy Sondi. That's me. And the rambunctious Tony O. Morning, boys. Um, rambunctious. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, high I've energy. Heard in it's a uh, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, two and two. Two good uh, intros. Decent, decent, back, decent. Back on form. You, know, you, yeah. you, uh, you caught you caught me on a good week. What can I say? <laughs> this is true. Yeah, it's not often. Uh, all of us are happy-ish on this podcast. I put ish I mean, for Tommy's general. We say happy-ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Tommy, I would like to point out that on last week's pod, uh, you said, and I quote, this will be fine. <laughs> I, I, uh... About f- three to four days later, it was significantly not fine. Yeah. Petacek was asked um, over the weekend, will, we, will you be able to pay your staff? And um, his response was, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> this is the situation that Chelsea are currently in. Um, hey, at least yeah. the at least the um, on f- it's not really affecting our uh, on pitch performance, which is uh, which is good to see. But hey, you know, um, if you I keep still... running to all your games, <laughs> that will change. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to be all riding our bikes. Do the not all your Golo Kante will be fine. Yeah. Golo Kante will be fine. Everyone else, uh, less so. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean. Uh, what do we play? We play Lille on Wednesday. I think Ooh. we uh, running to France. We, we have to go right. to France to, for that as well because the first the leg was uh, at Stamford Bridge. So what was it? They can only spend you got uh, you got 20, you got twenty k total 20K to, spend to spend on yeah. uh, on this trip. Um, and um, if you guys waited until too late to book the train to Lille, that's going to be expensive. Yeah. Mm. So hopefully they already have those. How are they booking? I heard all their accounts have been frozen. Credit cards are being you know rejected. Well, I, I wonder mean, if it's already been uh, prepaid and pre-booked. So I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. Prepaid by the players. What, what, yeah. <laughs> with whatever uh whatever they're paying Lukaku they could just funnel it towards that. Yeah. It's yeah. gold bonus. Just use his gold bonus, put it up <laughs> gold bonus. A hundred a hundred and what he said, hundred and fifteen million striker gets a gold bonus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he does. He's not getting it, but you know, it's in the budget. So Yeah, you know, uh I'm I'm sure I'm sure things uh I'm, I'm optimistic so uh oh yeah, so maybe yeah. Okay. maybe maybe that maybe that's why uh big rom isn't scoring any goals he's just looking out for the chelsea budget really he's 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 a good guy team player yeah legend, chelsea legend. <laughs> legend. <laughs> oh, well, i mean spe- speaking of legends uh we'll come to chelsea later but um man united three tottenham hotspur two um well that's more like it from ronaldo isn't it yeah, rolling back the years, the the first goal reminded me. I mean, not quite as good, but of that famous goal against the one against Porto. Yeah, and was it two thousand and nine? I think. Yep. Yeah, it was. So, Just touch out of his feet. Yeah. Eric Dyer backs off. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, keeps he's, his hands down this time. It's really bad. And uh, hammers, yeah. hammers that one into the yeah, corner. It's been a while since he scored like a long range effort like that. I think. Um, Definitely not since he joined the Prem. Maybe in Serie yeah. he had a couple. Yeah. He looked like he had a point to prove. Um, it felt like... We should, let him, we should let him go off to Portugal for three days <laughs> every week yeah. if this is what we get when he comes back. Just let, let him go. Let him do his thing there. Mm-hmm. As long as we get this return. 
I mean, you, you guys have uh, Atletico and Madrid and Champions League on Tuesday, so he's he's rounding into into that form that he hits um, during this time of period. So um, he does love a game does, against Atleti, doesn't he? Does he? Love yeah. that. For me, it was like, was it uh, United had like maybe ten shots this game? Um, I think nine or yeah. nine, eight or nine of them were just from Ronaldo. Like he I, think was, had, I think they had like eight shots and six of them were Ronaldo's, like 75% of their shots or something. That was, yeah. Every shot on target was from Ronaldo, basically. Yeah. That's insane. But, yeah, it's but funny. That's also, but that's also fine. Like, I don't, if he, he's putting them on target, I don't find him shooting six times a game. That's what you kind of expect from Ronaldo, right? He shoots a lot. And... It's kind of not really been there for a long time this season. He's either not getting the shots off, not connecting cleanly with the ball, whereas, to, oh, I say today, uh, Saturday, he was um, he was doing all the run He scored a header off a corner. Tell you. We, we yeah. have, we yeah, have two header. headers off corners. <laughs> tell you who we are thriving. Uh, Harry Maguire. Holy, what a finish. <laughs> what a finish. <laughs> I'm not, oh, this is not plain sailing. <laughs> God, oh, he's so bad, man. Like, every time he makes a mistake, I can't help but see, when they zoom in on his face, I can't help but see the armband, and I'm just like, this is United's captain. It's the first thing that comes to my head every time. No wonder there's so much turmoil in the freaking locker room. But when it When it zooms in on his face, you can really see... The light has gone out behind the eyes now. He's dead inside. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, yeah. this poor man. It was, this poor man. Like, he's just, there's, uh, the thing is, I thought he played okay this game. Mm, and oh. then that happened, proving that there's always a calamity, like, a step away. And what what makes it better is, uh, what is it, Romero just kind of laughs in his face after the own goal. Oh, he doesn't laugh in his face. He yells, he yells in his right face. In him. Yeah. And then he gets, a, he gets his, uh, karma comes back to get him. Which is nice yeah. to see. Gets uh, shoved out of the way by Ronaldo for the winner. I don't think he's much better, to be fair. Romero, he's a bit aggressive, but reminds me of uh, Rojo, I guess. Oh, oh God bless Marcus Rojo. There's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Where did where do you, uh, where did Rojo there's, go? There's a to? name. There's a name I would like to continue to not hear for a while. <laughs> did he did he, did he go? Where did he go after uh, United? Uh, I don't know. I think he went back to Argentina. Oh, okay. Probably. Okay, fair Just, Shipped, shipped him back to sender. We're like, no more, <laughs> no more of this. Um, Spurs, though, I'd say, I'd say Spurs had like, you know, they had a decent amount of pressure in this game. They they had some good link up play, but um, just defensively, this this team is as bad as at uh, defending as United. Um, I mean, Regulon's defending for the second goal right after Spurs. Oh, he was his step was so poorly timed. You have to stay with the runner there. You can't be playing offside when you're so deep. Like, yeah. Um, I felt this game. You could just see that these were two teams who were not sure what to do when they had possession. Like United. They seem to just be trying to contain Spurs. Maybe they were afraid of Spurs' counterattack. But um, hey, when you have match winners like Cristiano Ronaldo or you know Fred, it, he was he's been he was he's, he's been he was really excellent good this game. lately. He's he the one really player. Good this who, game. He, I I'd say even more than Sancho because I know Sancho is beginning to see some light. Fred has been excellent under Ragnik. 
Like, he's really started... He's enjoying this box-to-box midfield role. He doesn't have to play as a pure defensive mid. And, you know, he is a box-to-box mid. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying, uh, Tom Brady saw one game of Samba Fred and was like, you know what? I'm coming back out of retirement. (laughs) Fred is an inspiration. You think uh, that was that? (laughs) That's funny. Um, It's 100%. It's 100% Fred. I'm crediting all of that to Fred. Yeah, he 100% saw Ronaldo's square hat chick. He's like, you know what? I can still do it. I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah, retired too early. Yeah. Anyway. At a youthful age of, what, 44? He's 44. All right. All right. Is there, he is 44. Is there, you're, not, you're not surprised, though. I'm sure you thought this was going to happen with Brady. Oh, Brady coming yeah. back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see it. Like, even when um, they had the video of him and Ronaldo talking after the game and you had Ronaldo asking him, you were like, are you actually done or whatever it was? The look in Brady's eyes is like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. The pastor has blessed me. He has inspired me. <laughs> Ladies Coming and gentlemen, back. I promise this is still a Premier League football podcast. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm as lost as Tony, you are. Tony, I, Tony, I am as tell lost me, as you are. Are we, are we or are we not mislabeled on Spotify as an American football podcast at this point? Yeah, sort that out. Uh, what's his name? Dino Eck? Yeah, sort that out, please. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, you're supposed to sort that out. Tony. How can I? Spo- it is tagged correctly. Is there not a tag? It is tagged correctly on Anchor. I don't know what Spotify is doing everywhere else. It shows up as soccer. Spotify, for some reason, have it as American football. Not my. I mean, it is my problem, not my fault. So, <laughs> very much your problem. Yeah, but um. Anyway, I mean. Going from American football uh, to an American coach. Um, Leeds pick up their first win against Jesse Marsh. uh, Under Jesse Marsh, I should say. 2-1 against Norwich. Mm -hmm. Um, You were going to take Uh, a shot at me in there, Tony? I was, but you know what? It was quick enough that... (laughs) I I caught myself. Yeah, yeah. I caught myself. Yeah. Like a a Tom Brady retirement, my mistakes do not last long. Leeds were good this game, eh? You'd say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they they've looked they've actually looked quite decent. Um, I was just trying to move yeah. on from that. <laughs> I was trying to think if Tom Brady's mistake was retiring or unretiring, but anyway. Um, listen, hey, we we wait until uh, August to find that out. Uh, Leeds were pretty good. What was the last game? Uh, it was Leicester they played against, right? Where they dominated for the entire game and lost to I think it was Harvey Barnes. Yeah, I thought they were really unlucky in that game. And they pushed their luck in this game as well. I mean, they had a lot of chances. Um, Rodrigo scored earlier in the game, a deflected effort. But yeah, Rafinha, he could have scored early. I think he hit the posts maybe once. Bamford or... had a great chance. Yeah, Bamford should have scored. Yeah. And, you um, could tell he was injured though because he came off right at halftime. Um, but yeah, he, that one chance he had late in the first half, right, where he just kind of, I know that was he just switched off. Yeah. Um, but no, he's not fit. That's the thing. I, th- yeah. I don't know what's going on there in that situation. Maybe they're rushing him back or not. But probably um, they need yeah. him. They need him for those lads running. I think we're at the stage of the season now where games at the bottom are almost as good as games at the top because they mean they mean so much. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty dramatic finish. To this game, uh, who was it? Was it McLean that scored the that scored the equalizer for Norwich? 
Essentially, yes. It was a pookie cross. To, uh, yeah, it was. I still, yeah, str- it I still was, struggle yeah. to tell Norwich players apart. <laughs> it's been most of the season. I recognise Timo Puki, I recognise Brandon Williams, you gotta recognize and I recognise Josh, Josh Sargent. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I think it was McLean who scored. Um, he was, yeah. Yeah, a really nice finish. And it was funny because Puki, he has the Norwich players going to grab the ball as if, let's go win this. I'm like, um, okay, yeah, great confidence. I guess you guys did need the points. But it was Leeds who went on to win it. Uh Teemu Puki is the one person that believes they can still stay up. <laughs> it would help if he could score more goals, but anyway. Um, yeah, that was a 90 first Hold on, hold on. I think we just got Tony calling out a player. I, I'm I'm putting banking on Puki scoring the next couple of games now. Yeah, Look, we you, called you out, We that. called out Dwight McNeil lo- last week, and he got worse. Yeah. So it, o- it only works with the... Good players. Good teams. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Norwich aren't picking that, that many points. But uh, no, it was a great end to the game. Uh, Gellhart kind of played an inadvertent 1-2 with Rafinha, who kept his head. Rounded the keeper in the 94th minute and uh, squared it for Gellhart to, to win it. So, yeah, he's... Absolute chaos in the stadium yeah, after they, that. That was so much fun to see. The chaos um, stayed on the field. <laughs> it stayed on yeah. the field, right? Because oh, it was Puki that had the chance right at the end. See, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. It was a yeah. lovely through ball from uh, Tim Krul who was Krul. up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to replay it a few times. Like, did he mean that? And he did. But um, yeah, Melier, um, he he's had some stick on this part. So I think it's only right that he gets his he gets some praise this time for a big save with his face. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what you gotta gotta use your head sometimes. <laughs> um, I mean, we have talked about how some of his errors are mental, okay. and um, <laughs> okay, there it was. There I can see you thinking. There's about a it. redemption. I can see you thinking about. Well, should I say this, son? Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Look, you could say that Leeds could be marching up the table. You can't say that. Sorry. I was, yeah, I was waiting. For no the, one I was waiting that. for the first one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you. But look, would, I delayed I, it a little bit I this you time. You know, gave you guys Sargent. some time to settle in. You should have combined it with George Sargent. You missed your chance. That uh, 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 yeah, that was a better fit. Well, we'll we'll save Josh Sargent for later. Oh, okay. It sounded oddly ominous. I don't know why, um, <laughs> but. I think we should just move I on. I think we yeah, should. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we'll move on to Arsenal to Leicester nil. Um, Tony, you're usually at loath to say this, but um, Arsenal look, and I will whisper it, good. Top four side. Yeah. They look good. Yeah. Don't know they about top four good. side just yet. They are in the yeah, top well, four. Look, if, you look now, at, but... if you look at the table, I mean, three games in hand. Mm-hmm. In the top four, mm. um, playing like a top four team. Mm. I would like to point out that our games in hand are against Liverpool, Chelsea, and Tottenham. Those are not games. And look, uh, yeah, the one against Tottenham just kind of depends on what week you catch Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not there yet, but I will say Arsenal look. I mean, I watched my United and Tottenham. The Tony, 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 Tony. Okay. Would you say you're not letting your Odegaard down? Mm. Not bad. 
Not bad, yeah. I wouldn't say not it. Bad at all. Decent not one. Bad. Decent one, right? Yeah. Decent one, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, continue. I feel like yeah, I feel like you've had that one in the locker for a while, but yeah. No, I just had his name written down because he played really well, and uh, uh, I was on the spot. It was off the cuff. He's really special. Like, uh, yeah, I keep coming back to the West Ham game I saw last season, and I was sold on him just after that performance. Um, yeah, I don't even think he had an assist in this game. It's just the way he conducts the, the play. His first touch is so good. His vision, like he, everything he's trying right now is coming off. The flicks, the uh, passes around the corner, yeah. Special play. I was saying I'm going to buy an Odegaard jersey at the end of the season. I might buy one next week at this rate. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, it's been a while since I've enjoyed having a player of this quality. So, um, his link, his link up play with Saka is particularly good. Yeah. I think clearly got an understanding yeah he's and he has a great understanding with thomas party as well they have their own little part there where they just bounce the ball off each other lacazette comes in as well nice for him to get a goal yeah look Party's i'm a good game eh i was gonna he's, say he's had he's had a great 2022 basically he's been really good for a while now um if you take out you know gonna crashing out in afcon but um yeah, I don't know. I just look forward to watching Arsenal every week now. It's weird when you consider we were joint bottom at the start of the season. Like, um, first first three games. They've come a long way. And I'm looking forward to the Liverpool game. I expect we'll lose. But I want to see the performance. I want to see us go up against possibly the best team in Europe. And see how we compete. So, um, yeah. I think concern might be um, Cedric having to deal with any of the Liverpool forwards. Oh, like I know Tommy Tommy Yasu's back in training, nah, right? he won't be fit. He won't be no? fit. No, I don't think so. I uh, yeah, I am frightened about that prospect. He had a a rough period against um Audrey Barnes. I can see Sadio Mane getting a yellow card in the first five minutes of that game, just crashing into Cedric and then yeah. Peeling off him I mean, five minutes later. Ye- yeah. Leicester conceded two more goals essentially offset pieces in this game they had the they had they just what was it first 10 minutes they just left party unmarked at the near there were three Leicester players around him didn't mark him and then for the second goal just absolute chaos in the box that leads to Suyunchu handling a ball when he really didn't need to yeah just they leave Harvey they leave Harvey Barnes to defend the near post I don't get what that's about. He's, I mean, he's not the biggest. I think he's like 5'9 or something. He's not, he's clearly not a great defender. You'd think they'd put someone else in there. Um, He was at fault for basically both goals because he didn't defend the near post properly. But yeah, I mean, once we had that first corner in the first half, I felt we were going to score. They're that bad. They're bottom of the league in terms of goals conceded from corners and set pieces in general. Yeah. I I don't get what that's about. So Yinchu's had a terrible, terrible time since Evans and Fofana have been injured. Um, yeah, this season's kind of just... Dis- he's, look, he's, he's just a Turkish Harry Maguire at this point. Mm, okay. I mean, I think Harry Maguire's in a class of his own. I genuinely think he's been the second worst 
centre-back in the league this season. Who would you rather have at United, uh, Soyuncu or Maguire? Soyuncu. Yeah. I'd rather go back to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think, yeah. You're not wrong, though. I, You know what? Send Maguire back to Leicester, have him play alongside Soyuncu, just to see what happens. Just so he's not in your books anymore? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Does anyone else want a slightly used eighty million pound refrigerator? <laughs> Good is new, I swear. Wouldn't take him for free. Wouldn't take him for free. I will pay you twenty dollars out of my own pocket to take Harry Maguire. Nope. Fair enough. Yeah, talk to Tommy. Pleasure He's a mercenary. <laughs> you might be able to <laughs> yeah, push Tommy. Well, you know, he looks Tommy. Like, I'm sure I'm sure Maguire uh you know we can he transition looks he looks great when england we can, he looks great when england play albania we can transition into some sort of other career you know if we were to take a take over maybe it could be like a easter island monument no no we i don't know we, we, we'll, we'll we'll find a role for him but it just it won't be on the pitch that's for sure a runway for planes to land on <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, enough enough of Tony being happy at our, with Arsenal and all this future being bright, and he's looking forward to playing Liverpool. Oh, I can't, we can't have that. I hope Liverpool trounce him in the first twenty minutes. And the game's over, please. Uh, you miserable, please. miserable bastard. All right, <laughs> let's, let's move on to Chelsea. I mean, yeah, Chelsea won Newcastle nil. Um, I know we talked at the top of the pod about Chelsea's credit cards not working, accounts being frozen and stuff. But apparently they still had enough money down the back of the couch to pay off some referees. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a performance. Yeah. Go on, Tommy. Defend your boy. And I don't mean Havertz. Like no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> the ref's my boy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, agree with you. I actually agree with you guys on on, uh, on Havertz being uh, quite a lucky boy to be on the pitch because uh, it's a pretty blatant uh, uh, elbow um, to who was How it. How do you uh, get your elbow high enough? To hit Dan Byrne while Dan Byrne is jumping. I love the commentator saying he has to jump with his elbows. As if, no, it's normal for your elbow to be angled at that height. It's like, yeah, come on. Come on. You see the gash on Dan Byrne's um, yeah, head afterwards? Yeah. Jesus. Yep. Yeah, it's as big as his eyeball. It's, yeah, nasty stuff. And as if that wasn't bad enough, um, Shalaba... <laughs> Where is that on the uh, Granite Xhaka skill, Tommy? What do you the think? The Granite Xhaka. I love this Granite Xhaka skill. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was oh, he Xhaka. went full Xhaka. He went full Xhaka yeah, there. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Two, yeah. Foul, two fouls at once. Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, I mean, Xhaka can only sit back and applaud that. <laughs> Var, yeah. Var took a look at it, I guess. Uh, it, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. They didn't uh, They didn't deem it uh, um, penalty worthy. So... Mm. Well, uh, I mean, there was also one with uh, I think Ziyech had his uh, his f- boot in uh, Bruno's face at one point oh. two, which probably could have been. Uh, I'm not saying red, but he could have easily been carded for something like that. Which, I really uh, would like to see how his face is. His boot is in someone's face, and it's not a red. I must yeah. have missed this incident. You might, yeah. It, it it I don't think he, I don't think he really caught him enough, um, or maybe he didn't even catch him. It was just like a high boot, but. It was definitely one of those where I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, got away with that can't, one. Got away with that one as well. A game. Can't wait to play a game against Tommy sometime soon. Just watch. So stick a boot yeah. up, <laughs> stick a boot up near your face but. and see how you react. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, I think he should have been, <laughs> he should have been uh, like retrimented for it. We got away with it. Um, 
Anyhow. I want to know when Boris Johnson is going to be sanctioning this referee. Um, but he, guys, he is on some Russian books. Besides all that, uh, all that dodgy, dodgy calls and refereeing. Um, you know, I think uh, for the most part, Chelsea played a decent football. Jorginho was was like just running the show in midfield, which is great to see. And he capped it off with an absolutely fantastic ball to uh, Havertz, who actually got past with a great run and then he just has a world-class first touch and then sets up with a really quick finish it was it was actually quite an incredible goal i have to say um from Havertz, who's yeah that's a brilliant touch of finish but i feel so bad for dan Byrne in that situation yeah because he's the guy that Havertz has made the runoff and like Havertz is faster than he is he's struggling to keep up and this is the same guy who's tried to take his head off earlier in the game and it's the what the ninety first, ninety second minute, something like that. Eighty nine or something. Uh, yeah. He was devastated. Brutal. Like brutal. Just about the whole thing in general, because he had a, he clearly had a bone to pick with Havertz afterwards. Um, yeah, he would have felt hard done by in in many ways. But Newcastle have been looking good. They look good in this game. I think they gave just as good as Chelsea did. To be honest, I think. Uh, well, I think we've. I think they'll be really. They'll be really disappointed that they didn't come away with the point, at least, in this one. They'll be disappointed not to come away with three, the way the game went. Well, right. that's, that's a bit speculative, but uh, it no, was I definitely... I don't think so. Red it was no, 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 Tommy. Game, yeah. I'll, 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 watch, I'll watch this game. <laughs> it was a chippy... I'll give you this. It was quite a chippy game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but Newcastle was getting in... I mean, especially, I think they probably felt aggrieved that they didn't get the... Uh, the red card call, um, mm-hmm. but they were definitely getting in hard on on a few of those uh, uh, challenges. Um, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Tommy. Business deals between these um, billionaires who've got their money through interesting means. Like, it, um, this could are be rarely a, straightforward. This could right? be a, uh, the the new you rivalry. Can get a little right? bit heated. This right? could be the new rivalry, right? Uh, Chelsea, you said we had no rivals. This, Tommy, this could be you it. don't sit with the big boys anymore. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, leave that, leave that, leave that, leave that for Man City and Newcastle. Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Come, come join Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United even, with the Americans. We're not even old money anymore. Hey, eh? we're we're no money, I guess. For now, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Newcastle and Man City, they have their own table. Yeah, you're. Yeah, there's a spot. We're keeping the spot warm for. Oh, well, I'm, 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 hope, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm just, hoping. Uh, I'm hoping for Woody Johnson to come in. <laughs> I'm I'm picturing that meme of like you have uh, everyone come join us on the dark side of the table and you have like Arsenal and and uh, Spurs there. I'm like, oh, I don't, I, we're not ready for this, man. I'm not ready. I'm not please, ready to join these. Please explain this meme to I, me more. Yeah, me, please do. You know, what, last time I explained the meme, it didn't go well. So we're just gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna move on. How about that? Yeah. How about, what's the next game on the menu? There is it. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I love I love when Tommy tries to be hip with the kids and brings up <laughs> memes, a visual a visual form of media on an audio medium. Yeah. Um, Brighton nil, Liverpool two. I mean, might as well keep talking about the refs because um, how is Roberto Sanchez still on the field? He has absolutely clotheslined poor Diaz's head off. I mean, stay, sticking with the um, Havertz narrative, I just feel like football's. A- attitude towards head injuries is really terrible because we talk about endangering an opponent i feel like they just look at it from a like their career point of view like from their legs like if a challenge potentially could break a leg 
that's somehow worse than if a challenge could i don't know cause some kind of brain damage like remember um, the world cup final between argentina and um germany Higuain's through on goal and Neuer absolutely takes him out like i yeah takes out his head basically like um, oh yeah i do yeah that's right i remember that yeah that's what this reminded me of i mean good on diaz to get there first but jesus christ that's got to be a straight red i mean I, tony, tony you say uh you say it's uh got maybe maybe not taking head serious enough which is i mean sure you're on a on a right path there for me it's just more like goalkeepers get so much more benefit of the doubt so much more protection it's like he does not even play any of the ball he just he just plays the man takes him out and just like thinking doesn't go for the ball either. Doesn't even go for the ball. Yeah. Leg leg is up. It's like watching a UFC. This guy is coming up with a with a high knee. Just like, how can you look at that and say, he didn't even get a yellow card? I don't think in this on the first. Just like, how do as you look at that? As a side note. Yeah. As a side note, if there was ever a UFC fight, they started with one guy just charging from the other side of the octagon and leaping with an arm and like outstretched at the other guy. I might actually start watching UFC. <laughs> Cause that would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's more WWE, I think, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you know, whatever. It's any sort of fighting. I mean, he looked like he was ready to to go for a fight on that one. But yeah, it just it boggles my mind that you can. There, the, goalkeepers just get a little bit, too, a little bit too much protection in this league, and the fact that he didn't even get a card for that was, yeah, it was pretty mind boggling to be honest. You hear that? You hear that, goalies? Tommy's coming for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, watch. <laughs> Continuing, continue his crusade against <laughs> goalkeepers. Um, I mean, it was it was a pretty straightforward game in the end for Liverpool. I thought um, Salah scoring a penalty for the second one after uh, Bissouma. He still foolishly looks... stuck his hands out on a uh, Nabikita shot. Salah but... still looks quite. I don't know. He still looks. He doesn't look right. No, he doesn't look right. No. Does yeah. he? The amount, of, um, the amount of yeah. chances he had in this game. I mean, you look at that Liverpool um, front three with uh, Diaz, Mane, Salah. They're all very selfish players um, in the end. Uh, even Diaz, too. I mean, he he's he definitely is a great player, but uh, there's a lot. You can see Klopp losing his head <laughs> on the sidelines, yelling at them to pass the ball yeah. in, the, in the box instead of shooting. Yeah, but, shooting um, on side. It's like they have their own personal competition every game. Who's going to score more goals? I don't know. But um, hey, Salah's running away with that one. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, there are... Yeah. I mean, we're talking about three I mean, really, really good players. We we They still have Jota to add to the mix. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, the interesting thing with Salah right now is his um, contract talks appear to have stalled. So, uh, he could be saying Salong. To Ooh. him very soon. Ooh, good one is there. Good one. That is not a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it. I give him that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salah. Fucking so hell. long. You know what? <laughs> Some, sometimes. You know what? Sometimes. Sometimes you take a speculative shot from distance and it goes in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, what? Uh, honestly, it's like looking at um, or hearing the talk about how his uh, his talks has stalled, uh, and uh, I think Klopp came out of the interview. He said, "Yeah, we're we're in talks," and then. The uh, the agent tweeted the um, the laughing face emoji with the crying face, whatever. And it's like when your when your agent comes out and does that in response to uh, your manager's um, uh, interview, you know things are not going smoothly. 
Uh, and uh, it's for me, it's looking like Salah is, uh, you know, maybe out the door in the summer. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think the signing of Diaz. I mean, I I don't think they wanted to sign Diaz in the in January. I think they wanted to sign him in the summer. Tottenham kind of forced their hand by making a bid for Diaz. I think Diaz is a Salah replacement. I feel like Salah is leaving in the summer. Yeah, I think they've been planning for it. He wants. Liverpool have a strict wage structure. That's why Genie had to leave to go to PSG. I don't think they give Salah the money he wants, which, you know, I I've there enjoyed all, all I can all I can all I can think of is that there is a PS Genie um, mm. pun in there somewhere. But <laughs> I mean, that was better. It's not great. It's better than so long or most. Yeah, but Salah. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Moving on to <laughs> Everton nil, Wolves one. Um, Everton are in, you know, they're... a lot of trouble. They're in a lot. I was gonna say a little bit of trouble. No, yeah. they're in a lot of trouble. They're tied on points with the relegation zone right now. Games in hand, be damned, because those don't seem to matter at all for Everton in their current form. Everton, Can't... how many points do they have this season? Twenty-two. Uh, um, something like that, maybe something more. Like I don't that. know. I, it's 20, just, 22, Yeah, you're right. Twenty two. Yep. And that's that that we saw um, in their last what twenty games. They've picked up nine points. That's nine points from an available sixty. They haven't. They picked up nine points since September. That is. That's that's Derby County rate. Like that's. Ooh. That's yeah. like twentieth in the table rate, and like not even like all oh, twentieth in a tough season. That's twentieth by a country mile rate. We've been saying it's bad. We've been saying at least I have that they're too good to go down. I mean, you look at that; they don't look too nope. good to go down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel Lampard's shown his inexperience a bit. It, I don't know that he's prioritized the defense enough. You know, he came in. His first few signings were Dele Alli and Van der Beek. I mean, Uzair, you pointed out that they signed Dele Alli after signing Van der Beek to play in the same position, yep. which, you know, doesn't... No sense. Yeah. No sense at all. Uh, yeah, he's going to have to learn quick because um, they can't keep leaking goals every week. This performance... They did have some bright moments, so I they need to start picking up wins. I think they play. Do they play Newcastle next? Yeah, New, they have a yep. tough schedule. Like I know they got Newcastle next, but then they have West Ham. They got United. They got Liverpool. They got Chelsea. And they got, you know, I was gonna say Leicester would have been a tough fixture, but now see how Leicester play now. Um, I mean, I guess yeah. for Ever- Everton, Everyone everything's a tough, a tough fixture. fixture. <laughs> yeah. um, well, the the issue is with them is they're playing a lot of teams that are either battling at the top of the table or battling at the bottom so they're not going to get a team that they're like I think there's maybe two games the Leicester one and the Palace one that they have left against teams that are like middle of the table they have don't really look like they're going to reach Europe don't look like they're going to be dragged into relegation so like it's I mean like it's not inconceivable at this point they're tied on points at Watford Um, they're only one point ahead of Burnley and those are the two teams below them in the relegation zone. They are currently four points behind Leeds, who are 16th. If they don't beat Newcastle, they are in big trouble. 
I think. I think it is. I don't I think don't they're think going they to beat will. Newcastle. Yeah. I don't think Newcastle so Newcastle look a much better team but, than them. But they have to, because I don't know where they pick up points after that. I mean, we I know we, we, we say that, but most of their points they picked up in uh, early in the season <laughs> were from our teams. Jesus. So I'm not ready to like count them out of those games. They I watched them play, was it Chelsea on Monday? I'm like, how did Arsenal lose to the... No, not Chelsea, <laughs> Tottenham. Fuck, it's even yeah. worse. Yeah. Like, how did Arsenal lose to this game, uh, this team? Good Lord. But, yeah. Um, they, they need, they need um, at this point, I mean, as a team, they're, they're just terrible. They just need some individual performances to save their save their season like someone like Dominic Cavalier and finally coming good or maybe Richardson having a good run and he just yeah. he just can't he just can't get that goal but like on top of that uh Wolves Ruben Neves uh, another player that Tony called out who's uh who had a good midweek game against Watford I think Tony you were, you uh you watched that game or you said something to point out with that game but uh Wolves uh finally got back on track with a nice win and the Neves was uh, instrumental in that. Uh, I was just talking about Ben Foster just having a complete meltdown against um, against Wolves. Uh, yeah, his pass to Prudence for Prudence to chip it into or clip it into an open goal, and then his evening was just you know, it was the icing on the cake was when Ruben Neves just chipped the ball over him when he's on his line. It's just embarrassing, but. He was better in this. I can't. Game. I can't. I can't wait for the um, the YouTube uh, video. The YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, moving on from this one to another clash at the bottom of the table. Brentford picking up a two 0 win against Burnley. Um, Christian Eriksen looked really good. Ivan Tony with two late goals and just a dagger in the heart of Burnley because I thought Burnley played really well for a lot of this game. Just couldn't take their chances. Max Cornet has fallen off. Uh, since the AFCON, um, Dwight McNeil, you know, we talk, you just mentioned how we've uh, apparently woken up Ruben Neves a little bit, but hasn't worked for Dwight Has McNeil. Not, no. That man's still asleep. Yeah, he, I don't know what that header was. Just a guy with no confidence. Um, yeah, Brentford have really benefited from getting David Raya back and getting Ivan Tony back. Add in the extra quality from Christian Eriksen. And uh, suddenly, our prediction that Brent, uh, Brentford won't be relegated, Tommy, doesn't look too crazy, huh? No, yeah. I mean, yeah. I will say, uh, I will say, it's not. It's really nice to see Ericsson, um, you know, not just playing, but he's playing some good football. Uh, yeah. He had a great, great cross late in the game to set up Tony yeah. um, for his for his goal. And I think what I come out of this game is this is like. Um, I think for the these bottom club teams, uh, you know, desperation is really starting to set in, and you can see in the football, it's a it's a pretty frenetic pace and um, end to end. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how that plays out. I'm definitely gonna be watching uh, a bit more of this uh, relegation fight because it's, we're gonna have some really entertaining games. I think coming out, what you know, most teams have what ten games left around there. Um, so every game at this point matters for a team like Burnley and Bradford. So huge win for Bradford. That's two in a row, right? So they're uh, definitely um, two in a row against direct mean, rivals for relegation. Yeah, and that's even bigger, definitely. Yeah. With Burnley, um, it feels like unless a chance falls to Faghorst or maybe Jay Rodriguez occasionally, well, yeah, you know they effort. can't score. You they s- just can't score. Yeah, yeah he did. He yeah. did. 
Um, so what can they do? <laughs> Zer, I love it, man. You just keep getting better. What is going on? <laughs> what happened? You went. Donna Ronaldo. Donna Ronaldo no, got no, a hat trick no, out of Tommy. Yeah, to explain. Zer, no, hold on, hold on. Tommy Zer, went to. Oh my god. Is there? Is there? Did you go on vacation somewhere? <laughs> no, you went on vacation oh. and apparently <laughs> developed uh, some kind of crazy sense of humor. I don't know what happened Look, in the world. Tony, Tony. Tony, all we can assume is that um, Tommy, when he went to Tromblon this weekend, fell off his skis, hit his head, and uh, it knocked some sense into him. I mean, that, I definitely fell off the skis. That happened uh, for sure. That explains a lot. Keep him coming, Zara. Keep him coming, man. Come on. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you. It's good to get some support from you two this time. From Normally the support just comes from the guests on the pod. Uh, not the guests, <laughs> just Ahmed. But yeah, Ahmed was a guest on the pod. You you be nice to him. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now what, what's the next game there on the menu? There. West Ham. West Ham two. Aston Villa one. Um, lovely moment when Yarmolenko scored. Um, you could see how much it meant to him with um, everything going on in Ukraine right now, and uh, big win for West Ham. Yeah, um, that was a really nice goal from Yarmolenko, who has really struggled to get into this West Ham team. I don't know how many appearances he's made this season because I've hardly seen him. I think um, he's been injured. Has he been injured? Season. Okay, yeah. then that that would definitely explain it. Um, for me, this game, this this first half at both teams, Villa had a lot of chances, West Ham had a lot of chances. It was actually a really even game um, from two sides who I would say are are pretty relatively sort of um even in general in terms of their uh their quality um fabianski had an absolutely unreal save on danny ings and then martinez is like oh yeah i can do the same thing and he like the keepers in this game where had some really good saves and in the end it was west ham who just kind of took advantage of their of their chances um who was it who got the uh at the first goal there for uh, West Ham here. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Fornell's got the second one, um, yeah. who kind of finished that game off. Mm-hmm. And then Ramsey had a nice, uh, who, oh man, Buendia in this game literally sent, was it four West Ham players diving to like, with an uh, unreal cut. Did you just see that goal from uh, Ramsey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Buen- Ni- Buendia. Nice into the corner. I felt yeah. he should have shot. It was, yeah, he kept faking and faking but then, oh but yeah. it was so good the fakes were so good he sold like <laughs> half that west ham team it was yeah. so good to see but uh yeah no I, i'd say it was a, really, a pretty fun game in overall yeah apparently um i didn't know this so yarmolenko was given time off by david moise in uh february uh, okay. following the russian invasion of ukraine so um yeah even makes the moment even more special mm-hmm. um with this comeback but um, yeah, West Ham winning a tough game again um, at home. They they're just about hanging in there for that race um, for the top four. So no, um, it's over. It's all Arsenal's. I'm sorry. All Arsenal. It's baby. all Arsenal. If you guys lose it from here, it'd be embarrassing. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, biggest That's meltdown like, they've ever had, I think. Yeah. Okay. I mean, having <laughs> the highest goal scorer in football history, and you know. Battling for fifth place—that's not embarrassing. Okay. Oh, that is, but you'd be on par with us. <laughs> yeah. uh, one more game to go uh, from this weekend, and that is Southampton one, Watford two. Another big result at the bottom. Watford, um, like we mentioned earlier, pulling level on points with Everton. Kucha Hernandez getting two. 
the first of which was just absolutely comical defending mm-hmm. uh, from Southampton. Just top to bottom a mess. Yeah, I can't remember. Who was uh, playing beside Salisu uh, in defense? Do you remember the, who made that initial Bet- pass? It was, I want to say well, Bednarik. Ben, Bednarik usually plays, yeah. but it was actually Forster's first pass from the back. Oh, it was which, Forster. Okay. Yeah, which yeah. which should have got intercepted, but it somehow didn't. And then it was like, okay, we'll try again. We'll give Walford another chance to win the ball back. And it was a pretty yeah. funny goal, I'll be honest. I yeah, it was. Pretty good when that, when that happened. But In fairness, it's a perfect layoff from Sally Sue for Kucho to nip in. Like He sets it up in the... He gets the ball to die exactly halfway between him and what was it, Bednarek that he was trying to pass to? No, I think he was trying and, to pass to Foster. Fraser oh, Foster. was he trying to pass it back to Foster? Yeah. Right, right. You know what? It ended up in the middle of all three of them, so even better. <laughs> it's a great finish, by the way. Um, oh, lovely finish. Yeah. Keeps his head Much easier running. than the bike that he had to do last week. Yeah, tried another one in this game. But, um, yeah, uh, big, big win. I did say Watford are not out of it. Um, I feel like they have some pretty decent attackers in there, and uh, they can get a goal when you least expect. So, yeah, don't be surprised hope. if they have um, hope. don't be surprised if Uncle Roy gets them out of this <laughs> uh, sticky situation. Yeah. yeah, call back in for one last job. Save Watford. You say one last job. <laughs> let the man retire. Just <laughs> let him go. Yeah. Maybe look at him. Maybe Poor this man. is he's, the, seven, uh, he's what seventy. Let the man, let the man relax. Maybe let him um, put his feet up by the pool for a bit. Maybe Everton should have hired this guy instead. I was going to uh, say. You know? I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> oh, that boy. would be a good pickup. Uh, Tom, Tommy, Tom is going to be calling for Big Sam to come back to Everton soon. I mean, better than Lampard. Ooh. They've they've already tried Sam Allardyce, Tommy. Well, if it's an... it did not go well. I feel like that was the beginning of the end for Everton. It really was. Appointing Big Sam to any job is really the beginning of the end. Mm. Um, one more game on Monday, and as is tradition, might as well toss a prediction out there. Um, Crystal Palace hosting Man City. Um, Palace won last time round in this fixture. Um, yep. So what are we thinking? I'll, I'll start off here. Um, I think this... Uh, uh, my predictions are pretty good, so. Uh, <laughs> wow, that is bold. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. Yeah. and also blatantly <laughs> yeah. not true. Um, yeah. Go on. You know, uh, I know that's the thing. I I feel like uh, Palace will uh, will get points. They're not going to win, but they will hold City to a a one one draw here, and they will they will get some. Um, they will stop them. Yeah. See, I was going to say draw, but now that Tommy said draw, I feel like yeah. I have to say it's a city win. Else. It's going to be a yeah. city win, eh? Yeah. I'm going to city win, yeah. 2 0. Very controlled performance. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 4 2 to City. What? I want to see, see some goals. And I think Palace will score a couple. Okay. All right. Yeah. But, I mean, speaking of goals. Um, there's a bit of Champions League last week. There's a few goals in there. Oh, um, let's, I mean, I love the annual um, celebration of the PSG project. <laughs> it's the history it's, of the PSG. It's the history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's just every year, every year there's a fucking meltdown with these people. I, and you know what? This meltdown against Madrid 
Might not. It wasn't even their worst one. Oh, I think this might is their not worst. even. I feel in, like I, this is their worst. The, you can't. I don't think it's as bad as the remontada. You know what? I think and this I don't, is worse. They were in control until about twenty minutes left. They played like ninety minutes. They for, blew they a four nil first leg lead. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think this is even think, as bad as the Man United one because United look at the Man United team that they lost to, and the fact that we can have this argument is <laughs> yeah, just a testament <laughs> to their good work. Tony, I would say I would say they had control until uh, Ancelotti put bring bring on um, Kamavinga and um, who else came on with them? Uh, how, how many extra A's? Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. Sure, I'm not sure, but. Uh, he took Cruz off, and we then talked about him last week. Com- Tom. No, it was not last week. It was definitely more longer than that. Two um, weeks ago, then that's not an excuse. They brought in. He actually brought him in, and it just immediately more energy in that team. And uh, no, honestly, I, it was. I think they were in control until Donnarumma decided to make things interesting. Oh yeah! Uh, oh definitely. Yeah, definitely, until just, that point, yeah. Yeah, apparently he and Neymar had a bust up in the changing room after. I think for once. Nah, that that got. That I heard got that rubbish, was completely fabricated. Yeah. How do you know? I don't. The thing is, is how do we know what's true, what's not? You're right. Yeah, I. You know what? I, the the the, men, the mental image of Don Ruma picking up Neymar and shaking him <laughs> is quite funny. She's <laughs> so large. I have to say, if I were in the PSG team, I'm going for Don Ruma after that. There's just no need, no need to do that. Like. I mean, and PSG, they conceded from their own kick. This is worse, man. I'm sorry. They conceded from their own kickoff. Like, okay, uh, what was it? The Ramontada against Barcelona, fine. It's a bigger deficit. But they were under pressure for the entire game. How can you be so in control and just throw it away because of one mistake? I don't know. That team, that project is it's a joke. PSG projects, yeah, but it might be my favorite thing in football right now. It's so funny. Yeah, they keep. Uh, it's so funny. Like, oh, it's wonderful. The thing is, you, you for me, I'm expecting them to. They're gonna make some changes, whether it's Leonardo out as sporting director or whatever, and maybe they Mbappe. I think we all believe he's he's gone to Madrid at this point. Um, the Madrid Maybe, fans were giving us they were <laughs> giving us a salute for his performance. Yeah. Um, but uh, like you know, maybe maybe Messi uh, ends his vacation early there and goes somewhere else. Uh, maybe oh, Neymar, Jesus. maybe Neymar goes. The thing is, this they're gonna spend a lot of money. They're gonna do something to that team. They're gonna spend a lot of money. Whether that is bringing Salah in, maybe potentially, or or someone else, who knows? But uh, they're gonna start this project again. And I hope uh, we're in at uh, this time of year and we're seeing the exact same thing happen yeah, <laughs> next see, season. See, see you boys this night yeah. next year for the <laughs> annual celebration. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on the on the flip side, though, on the flip side, Big Benz, uh, yeah. Karim Benzema, what a performance. I think this will upset Tommy a bit. No. No. I, no. <laughs> I think... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare bring my boy I down. Think, I think Karim Benzema is the best striker in the world. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what was going on in Tommy's mind. But, yeah. I personally think he's the best center forward in the world. For me. Um, I know Lewandowski gets a lot of love um, from one third of this podcast. And he is definitely a great player. But is there anything Benzema can't do as a center forward? I don't know. I just... Grow a full head of hair. Uh, okay. There is that. But um, 
Yeah, since I'm he... just saying, I'm just saying, Olivier Giroud has a full head of hair. Okay. One uh, of these two French strikers has a World Cup. Okay, we got him in there. Well, then we now we just to settle the debate. We know who's the best setter forward in the world. It's Giroud. Yeah, that's it. No discussion yep. needed, Tony. Yeah, where's Lewandowski's World Cup? Yeah, it'll, it'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, yeah, it's a clinical performance, really. Uh, he was playing well even when PSG were on top. But uh, yeah, he just caps off um, a week which shows a recent trend of center forwards over the age of um, over the age of thirty, really, still being the best ones out there. Um, this week we had Lewandowski grabbing a hat trick against um, against Salzburg. We had Karim Benzema scoring a hat trick, as we said in this game, and Cristiano Ronaldo um, rolling back the years to grab a hat trick for Man United. It's um, it's interesting because I don't know that we can really find any other center forwards that we back to on well young center forwards that we back to put in the same level of performance. Um, I don't know if anyone's comes to mind for you. Not guys, even, but. not even Erling Holland. Yeah, I mean he'd be the one. He's kind of had a nothing season, but he'd be the he's one. Always, I guess. always injured now. He's got a. Wor- I would say yeah. he has a worrying injury um, history already for his young age. I wonder if that's contract related. Um, well, not contract related. Well, yeah, contract related, and maybe looking towards a move. I don't know. Uh, it's been weird, yeah, because. Every time I look at Dortmund, he's not on the screen. So, but he is the one. He and um, Dusan Vlaovic, they're the two young strikers that you would think would be the next generation um, of great center forwards. But you look at the Premier League, is there an outstanding candidate? Really? I don't know. Chill. Not not um, not among any of the younger players at the moment. Yeah, we're still looking at Harry Kane and Cristiano Ronaldo. He's 28. Yeah, he's 28, which that was a surprise. He plays like he's 36. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I've just... We've been looking, I mean, several clubs, you look at last summer, Man City were looking all over the place trying to find a center forward. They settled on Harry Kane and Ronaldo. There was no real creative solution to that in the transfer market. Arsenal went all out for Dusan Vlaovic because they realized that there's a dearth of quality options. And Chelsea brought back Lukaku, and um, look how that's turned out. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just maybe football's just moving away from this model of play. Uh, yeah. Tony, Tony, Tony. There was a chance on the Lukaku thing where you could go on Luke. How that's turned out, and that's a terrible missed opportunity for a pun there, my friend. Mm. Well, Zer, Zer, why didn't you jump in there with one? You're on a roll. You could have just he like needs, no. Tony needs to learn from his mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a good parent guides their child. Oh. Doesn't force them. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not. I'm not going down that road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think Tony, you make a. I regretted that as soon as I said yeah. it. <laughs> if it helps, uh, Tony, I think you make a point there about you know football kind of goes through this. You know the, these different sort of. Um, eras in terms of you know what's what's the most popular formation of the time or what's the best way of uh, or a certain way of playing and then you see now like um yeah maybe maybe the center forward way is maybe we're kind of and teams are kind of moving away from like i'm saying top teams kind of in general kind of maybe moving away from that like you see uh 
Havertz, he's, he's not a center forward. He's not a striker. He's, a, he's an attacking midfielder. But we have him playing in that role, and he's excelling. He's finally he kind of... He's like the base model for the new center forward. Yeah, I think really. so, yeah. Yeah, like the false nine. He's one of the best at it, I think. Um, Chelsea's best performances have always come with him in that role. Um, yeah. I mean, you get a lot. A lot of teams are moving to um, the central player in the front three, acting as a facilitator yeah. more than a goal scorer. Like you look at how Liverpool essentially played with uh, when they have Firmino in that role, where he's essentially there to create for Salah and Mane. Yeah. So he'll, he'll, they'll be getting more assists than they will be getting goals sometimes. Yeah, like I said, our top assist now. He doesn't really score anymore, but uh, other than from the spot. No, it's just interesting. Um, I think you look at the top scorers. You pointed out, Tommy, I think, was it Salah has 20? And, uh, yep. Salah's got, yeah, Salah's got 20. And then before, I mean, I guess uh, you have uh, Jota and Ronaldo both on 12. Mane's got 12. And then, you, I mean, Sun's got 11. And then you have the next, like, actual out-and-out striker is Kane. Who, and Kane and Tony both are on, on 11 right now. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, half, almost half behind where Salah is. Um, but, yeah, those names on the list are not. I mean, Mares is there. And then Sterling. And you have Bruno. Like, the names on these lists are, like, wingers, midfielders, attacking mids. We're not really seeing a lot of sh- out-and-out strikers on this list. Yeah. It's funny because I think a year ago... The trend was really that we weren't seeing a lot of number 10s excelling. And uh, I think that's starting to change. They're a bit different um, in the way that they're deployed now. They're more in attacking eight positions. Like you look at Odegaard, De Bruyne, Bruno Fernandes before he fell off a cliff. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just been really interesting to see the trend that's been um, happening. But uh, it does kind of beg the question: What future strikers, outside of Holland and Vlaovic, where are the future strikers? Like the ones that you think might come big? Like who could they be? Yeah, I mean we're hoping for someone like Jonathan David um, to continue his development. Uh, good player. I, you know, I'm not. He's, start, sure. he's, start, he's been linked to a couple of Premier League moves. Yeah, his goals have kind of dried up of late, though. He's not scoring as regularly as he was before. Alexander Isaac was another one, you know, who before this season was highly rated, but he has four goals this season. He's not scored in ages, so, yeah. it's You know, you know, uh, you know when we go back to our um, top one young players um, list that we all did a couple weeks ago, yeah. How many strikers was, did we have in there? In there? No I don't think there were strikers. any, right? No. Nope. And that, I think that right there is a pretty good indicator of, uh, you know, where the future lies a bit. I, I don't know. I'm wondering if this, if this has something to do with maybe in terms of grassroots or um, just like development at the younger age. Are they just, are, are maybe younger or coaches at that stage, maybe they're just not, you know, coaching that position as much. Maybe they're just like, developing I, I don't know i'm just kind of speculating I mean, here but maybe that's could, where it starts it could just be a case where the skill set you need to be a 
a top level striker in the modern game is kind of as we've seen and as i believe you guys already mentioned is something that develops more at a later age so you know how goalies kind of develop a little bit later mm-hmm. it could be a similar kind of story with strikers now it could be it could also be the goal scorers now i mean back in the day when um the white players they were midfielders they weren't forwards right so mm-hmm. you had David Beckham on the right, on the wing. Um, I mean, if you look at someone like De Bruyne, that's arguably where he'd be playing instead of playing in a midfield role, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, nowadays you're wingers. You have your Mo Salas, you have your Vinicius Juniors, you have um, Sadio Mane. I was trying to think of a United correspondent. Sorry, couldn't really think of anyone. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just in general. Thanks. <laughs> just in general. Jaden yeah. Sancho, maybe? Goal scorers. Um, nah, fair. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's got, he's, he started scoring some recently. I'm trying to let him off the hook Still, here. <laughs> yeah, he's... I think, he's a, I think he'd be a decent number 10. Not a wide, wide forward for me. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the goal scorers now are the players who face the goal. They, they're not the ones who play with their backs to goal anymore. I think you want your goal scorers. You don't want them getting beat up by center backs. You want them running at fullbacks and running in between that corridor between the center backs and the fullbacks. So, hey, listen, that may change. You know, football trends are always changing. Yep. Who knows? Maybe, um, hopefully, Dusan Vlavic, Erling Haaland, Alexander Isak, Jonathan David, and the likes. Hopefully, they... Um, they can pick up the goal scoring mantle and we can have another great generation of elite goal scorers. But um, at the moment, I think uh, I think the old guards still have, yeah, they still have a stranglehold of um, that elite quality in that position. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, uh, I was gonna say, football does change a lot yeah. and fast, and who knows? Maybe that's maybe that out and out center forward striker is uh, is there right now and we just don't know about him and and uh, he stirs up and starts killing him I, I like for me I like personally seeing you know many different styles there are many different styles of play um, yeah. so there's always going to be a top team that relies on maybe a, a striker for their most of the goals and it works out so um, tell yeah. you what Chelsea have one on their books Armando Borja he's not been scoring of late but uh Good player. You never know. You're not allowed to sign players anymore. <laughs> we, can't, we, can't bring him, we can't even bring him back. <laughs> oh, is that true? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He he can come he back can come when back? his okay. uh, loan is up. Okay, good. Because he still has a contract at Chelsea. Phew. So, you know, you, you, you won't struggle for signings this summer. They'll all just be returning loanies. Oh, they might have to sell them to balance the books. I don't think they can. They can sell players. I think they can sell players. I'm not. I no, I don't. Can they? I don't okay. think we can sell players. I think you can sell players. I just think you're not allowed to spend the money you get from when you sell them. But I think you can sell them. Um, yeah. Which uh, oh, if, if the bank if the bank accounts are frozen, where's the money going into? A special funds. into the frozen special bank accounts. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Just there immediately, immediately out of hand. Yeah. Man, um, awesome. How did this talk about strikers go to the, the, the Chelsea being in? Because you keep breaking them. The this. reason there's no strikers anymore is because you broke. Yeah, all of you them. Can, maybe we can blame Chelsea for uh, for this. That is a fair point. Yeah. 
They yeah, see how. Simo Brennan was supposed to be a striker of the future. He's pretty yeah. much useless now. Yeah. Lukaku. I mean, yeah. Who else? Who you you who broke else? Lukaku it quicker than I thought. Tony, you would. Tony, you know what? This all comes back to Abramovich. It all started when he wanted Shevchenko. Marino didn't want this guy. He wanted Shevchenko, and he went all out and spent his money on Shevchenko. Shevchenko was a dud, yeah. and that's when it all. That's when the curse started. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, broke Torres. It just went on and on. All right, and we're on, going yeah. too down, too too far down this just, rabbit hey, hole. Just blame um, a for bitch, any okay? any further, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I'm happy to. Uh, for any further uh, Chelsea striker conspiracies, please um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at four four two, and um, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and I believe that's everything we had to cover for today so thank you for joining me Tommy last chance to plug any conspiracies no I just want to say uh, Zare good to see you uh, you know have a good good uh, form for the puns today after uh, struggling thank you. the last thank couple you, weeks friend. So, thank you my friend thank you it's much appreciated yeah no worries and thank you for joining me Tony I think one of these days I'm just gonna have a podcast with you and Ahmed you know just tossing puns back and forth <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me with a good time. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, enjoy the chat, boys. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.